Want to be a part of the conversation? Then let us know on the TNT Radio interactive live chat room at tntradio.live. Lighting the fuse for freedom. Today's news talk, TNT Radio. Telling it as it is. Kate Shimarani on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Well, good morning, health and truth seekers, and welcome to the Natural Nurse Army on TNT. You are here, and it's the 10th of February. You always say, why is she telling us the date? Because I don't know if you've noticed, time flies by. And when you're having fun, and I am having fun, I'm having fun with the mainstream media. So you've all heard this week, about Prince Charles and his enlarged prostate. Now, I know all you fellas like to go to the doctor and it's the only time most of you will have any fingers put up your rear end. Um, I can see the producer grimacing right now as I say it. They say, we've only just started and she's already talking about our genitalia and our buttholes. Well, I, I, I am because look, since they announced about Prince Charles and his prostate, and quite frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. It doesn't come into my life or anything else about Charles's prostate because I'm still traumatized by Tampon Gate, where he wanted to be Camilla's tampon when he was still married to Diana. And he's now the head of the Church of England. Get your heads around it. It's clown world. But anyway, Macmillan, Macmillan nurses, Macmillan, You all know what Macmillan is in the UK. They have a coffee morning every year to raise money for cancer where you go around your mate's houses and you eat cake made with sugar and white flour and milk, all the things that will make your tumours grow quicker. And cancer uh, doesn't uh, really need tea or coffee because it depletes your volume. But anyway, you're advised to make cakes and go around and raise money for Macmillan. They've reported a 42% increase in cancer inquiries since the story broke about Charles. Now, I don't know. I'm not his doctor. I don't know. People think it's propaganda so that we all go, oh, he's in the club. He's one of us. There's some who say, don't be so ridiculous, he's a lizard. But I'm not going to go there. But uh, I don't know. Do, pro- do, do lizards have prostates? I don't know. I mean, I'm just sat here on my biological vagina. There we go. I've got it in in the first 10 minutes. I've got to get in. There are only two genders. Anyway, look, let's let's just talk about this for a minute because prostate cancer, they're telling all of you to go and check your prostate. So, fellas, this is for you because you are in the natural nurse army. Why are you waiting until you've got a prostate problem? First of all, your testes hang on the outside of your body for a reason. That skin is as thin as your eyelid. They're meant to be free getting lots of air around them. So snuggling them in these Kelvin Klein cotton knickers is not doing your testes and your sperm any favors. Either don't wear them, go commando, or wear some boxer shorts. Second, you should be ejaculating as often as you possibly can. Now, I know you've just gone, hurrah! And uh, you've just gone and dragged your wife to the radio and said, she says we should be ejaculating. Well, it is coming up for Valentine's Day. So a word of advice, fellas, that just saying at 11 o'clock at night after you brush your teeth or you're up for it, love, isn't going to cut it. She's not going to be interested. The wooing has to start all day, particularly if we're over 35, because we just we'd rather be doing shopping lists in our heads. But anyway, 
you should be ejaculating regularly. You make sperm. The other thing, I think it's what is it, 70 odd days? Nobody wants tatty sperm that have been in there a long time. Nobody. Get rid of them. Preferably in the right place, not up the curtains, fellas. Anyway, look, I always get suspicious when people have tissues in their bedroom. I'm not being gross. I'm being practical here. I am a nurse. I'm telling it like it is. Now, what can you do for your prostate? Zinc inhibits the enzyme that converts your good testosterone into your bad testosterone. There's only 21 years roughly of zinc left in the earth because it's been depleted, used in industrial purposes. Glyphosate chelates it so the plants don't take it up. So you could eat pumpkin seeds. You could supplement with zinc every day, uh, roughly about 50 milligrams of good zinc. But I like to get zinc from food. You should be doing that as a man every single day. So keep your testes cool, get some zinc. But the other thing, uh, ejaculate often. And the other thing you should be doing is thinking about taking some sal palmetto. There are studies proving that it works. So sal palmetto, take 320 milligrams daily of a product standardized to 80 to 95% fatty acids. It's been shown in numerous studies to improve the symptoms of an enlarged prostate. So why are you waiting? Just get some sal palmetto and take it. It's quite cheap. Cut down on your alcohol. Cut down on your red meat. Get out and take moderate exercise where you are out of breath. And, it, you know, lying on your back with your hands under your head, uh, getting, getting yourself sorted is not really getting much exercise. So get to it and have a vigorous session. That is also counts as exercise. You should be glowing sweaty and greasy at least afterwards wow well let's move on swiftly to the oncology drugs because this is quite interesting we see all these turbo cancers increasing this is what oncologists are telling us turbo cancers after these depop shots these bioengineering untested unlicensed uninsured experimental covid shots and they are still pushing them in the National Homicide Service. We've still got consultants just a couple of weeks ago was telling uh, patients that they should have these boosters and they'd sorted out the problems. Well, it might surprise you that in the last 10 years, there's been a 96% increase in revenue from oncology drugs to $103 billion in 2019. So, it's incredible to think that the results are staggering, that over the past decade, the proportional revenues from the sale of cancer drugs has increased by nearly 100%. Anyone would think that they knew, wouldn't they, what's coming? And over the same time period from non-cancer drugs that decreased by 20%, mm, all of these vaccine companies have now switched to oncology drugs as well. Now, just remember this. Uh, you don't want an oncologist. You don't want to say my onc, my oncologist, never own one. They're your sales. In terms of absolute numbers, total sales of cancer drugs increased by $52.8 billion in 2010 to $103 billion in 2019. Based on these numbers, oncology drugs accounted for 13% of all drug revenues in 2010, but jumped to 27% in 2019. 
by 2019. Well, what does that mean for any of you oncologists that might be listening? You all work privately as well, don't you? And um, you make a lot of money, don't you? Because you get kickbacks. Uh, in America, I had a lady on recently and she was telling us about, she's, she's made the documentary Boobs, how it triggers a big payment for oncologists when they give the third dose. Often the patients die during the first dose. If they get to the second dose, they give the second and third dose often together, according to this lady that's made the documentary, so that it triggers the payment. I wonder if you're doing that here, UK oncologists, but certainly the majority of the population will immediately rush out, even though they feel they've been deceived with the COVID shot and immediately believe that they need cytotoxic drugs, mustard gas, to further poison their body. It's up to them. In the UK, we have the 1939 Cancer Act, that if anybody mutters the word cure, they'll go straight to jail, unless they're offering what is the standard of care. So whether it's turbo cancers or not, do you see what's going to happen? They're going to be massively increasing their sales of oncology drugs, massively. And these patients are going to have to have all other drugs as well because they're incredibly sick. Uh, nobody, I took a whole, mm, probably a year of interviewing patients called I Survived Cancer My Way. You've had some, a pleasure of some of these on my show. But nobody really, when you ring up all these chat health, health lines, I've, ran, I've rang them, I've, I've contacted them. They don't tell you what to eat. They don't tell you that there are studies by Thomas Tolberg that when you limit your animal protein, your T lymphocytes exponentially increase. They're the cells that you need to kill, cancer cells, fungus. And when you increase your animal protein, those cells drop massively. And also eating an egg makes them drop, just one egg. And yet I've been sent photographs of patients having chemotherapy with a cup of tea bought to them by the nurse and biscuits and cakes. You just couldn't make this up, could you? And um, and we all know about the fat nurses. I'm always going on about the fat nurses and the fat doctors. I've seen you. you I've seen you. Squeezed into those scrubs like well-stuffed Chesterfield couches. Now, according to Dr. Dave Cartland, you're all terrified because of what you're seeing. All of these injuries. What injuries, said Rishi Sunak? <laughs> he said in Parliament that these depot shots were safe. And then we know as well that oh, Bojo Johnson uh, also said that they hadn't seen any adverse effects from these depot shots, even though there's now 35 cases going through court. But they want you, the taxpayer, to pay for their decision. No, you took it. You took it. Own it. Own it. Own it. Own it. Why should we have to pay millions of taxpayers' money? But my second guest at the top of the hour, we will be talking about the entire NHS heist. It is shocking. So always, if you've got any cancers, any new symptoms, old or new, anything like that, please do go and see your indoctrinated Rockefeller-trained doctor who's going to fix you up with every drug going because remember we have had doctors on my show telling us that in med school they're not taught anything about how to avoid and reverse disease they're only taught how to spot a symptom and give you some of their potions or their cut poison burn 
So this is what we've seen. Now, another interesting thing while, while we're desperately trying to get a wonderful guest, I don't know, is our guest in the green room? I'm not sure yet. Um, oh, I'm getting a little nod. So I will bring him on in two ticks of a lamb's tail. But you are in the natural nurse army. I just want to point this out to you. The BRCA gene. Who remembers the BRCA gene? The breast cancer gene. Now, according to studies, one in 50 of the Ashkenazi Jewish community have this gene. I thought it was one in one in 40 because I was going to go and do talks with them uh, before COVID until they found out I was anti-pharmaceuticals, then I wasn't allowed. Um, now, these ladies often then go and have their breasts removed just because they're carrying this gene. Well, genes can be upregulated and downregulated depending on diet and environment. Doesn't mean you're going to get breast cancer because you've got the gene. Now, they wanted to uh, patent the gene, but a Supreme Court said no. And the day it was up in court for the new the new um, patent, Angelina Jolie came out very publicly and said she carried the gene and she'd had a double mastectomy. I thought the timing was impeccable because overnight the demand for that uh, BRCA test rose by, I think it was 3,000 percent. And anyone would think these celebrities are paid. Oh, I couldn't possibly say. But also these Pfizer drugs, these injections were given to patients. And then all of a sudden, lymphadenopathy increased and breast cancer increased. And they noticed it was in this Jewish community because, of course, they would be going and getting more screening. Well, we know that they know all the studies are, are there. So what actually is going on? I'm just putting this out there because all of the charities for all of these different ailments and illnesses all then said, well, our, our people in our charities are most vulnerable. So can they be a priority to have these COVID shots? So literally cohort six. Now, because they've got these comorbidities, as soon as these patients entered the hospitals, they would get the hose pipe down the throat, remdesivir, benzodiazepines, opioids, and it would be Asta La Vista because they would be classed as clinical frailty score five, which means if they don't get better with mild intervention, they can be placed on end-of-life care. So having the BRCA gene put them in clinical frailty score five. Am I knitting this all together? Are you smelling? I should say, are you smelling any fresh air? Because there's so many rats in the room now. So many rats in the room. Even the skeletons don't live in the closet anymore. They're all in the room. Anyway, my guest has arrived. And I think we, we should bring him on uh, because he is quite fabulous. Courtney. Some of you who are listening to me down in Australia, you won't even know where this is. Uh, and you probably, how dare you insult us? Calm your pants. I'm not insulting you, but there is a little island called the Isle of Man. And it has all its own parliament, but it also has this reckless campaigner called Courtney, Courtney Heading. And what's very interesting about him is he's been at it. He's been at absolutely everything forever from campaigning against the HPV vaccine, campaigning. Um, he wouldn't even have, um, I believe it was road tax. He's been arrested in his car so many times because he considers that to be totally illegal. Um, he lives on the Isle of Man. He used to, he used to start businesses for 30 years. Um, 
2012-2016, he was a healthcare innovation consultant on the Isle of Man. Government cabinet office. He was disillusioned by the cover-up by the Manx ministers. What? Politicians lie. <laughs> um, of the medical carnage that he saw for seven years, he campaigned against cancer and infertility by what I've said, the HPV vaccines, and dispensed criminally free of liability in Manx schools. He's got lots of books, the COVID con. I actually have them all. Listen, you all know about the COVID inquiry, and I don't know why they're calling it an inquiry, because I don't know what it is. Why am I not invited to speak at it? But I'm not. The COVID inquiry is everything but an inquiry. It's called Dodging a Bullet, and Nicola Sturgeon will be in next year's Oscars because her performance was absolutely fabulous. It was almost as fabulous as her trying to write off how her camper van that was massive was parked on a, a mother's drive and how she got the cash for that. But anyway, Courtney contacted me and said they're having their own inquiry on the Isle of Man, and they are literally having it and inviting who they want. So Courtney, welcome. The floor is yours. We've just we just talked about penises. We've talked about prostate cancer. We've talked about men should be ejaculating. Often, they're all smiling now. Men love me. I'm wearing my Alcan Man jacket today um, for that whole shiny experience because it's almost Valentine's Day and I've not got one. Um, so come on, love me up. Tell me what's happening with everything you do on the Isle of Man. But please, can you tell everyone about how you will not get road tax, because I love that. Uh, maybe it's um, slightly behind the curve, so I'll, I'll sound a bit soy if I say this next thing. Um, yeah, the car issue, I'll deal with, deal with that first, or the conveyance. Uh, so, yeah, we looked at all the areas of common law, equity, canon law, uh, and just seeing what's going on in the world. Um, so about five years ago, that was my sort of common law period. I'll do some more homework on that. And um, uh, I was arrested on the 12th of July 2019 in a conveyance that had the letter plate CLC Jerby, as in common law court Jerby. Jerby is where I'd started writing um, my blog about Jerby Bonus, wrote 100 blogs. And it was a place that has the prison. I've been in there twice. Um, but aside from that, my father, as a 17-year-old in the war, uh, I'm I'm 66, but uh, when he was 17 at the outbreak of the Second World War in 1939, he served at Jerby as a young airman. So it's had a strange place for me, but it's it's disregarded on the Isle of Man, and it's a place where uh, has a lot of social challenges. It's remote, particularly for the Isle of Man, um, and so it's it's always had a, a a place in my heart. So that was my common law period. But my other four arrests, which are um, more to focus on, as I'm playing the game in my travel at the moment, but I want to see how I exit that because all that uh, uh, conveyance through the uh, birth certificate is, is illegal, unlawful and immoral. I think that's what we've got to, to say. But then for the last um, really seven years, I've looked at the HPV jab particularly. Um, I think I could debate with most people in the world on it. I've met um, the five major books written plus a chapter in one of mine. Um, I've met uh, four of the five authors, book authors. Um, so that journey, uh, seeing carnage and seeing ministers that I had a lot of time for, like John Shimin, literally over the bodies, and in 2016, uh, hide stuff from the Midlands Care Quality Review. Uh, that was a review into the failures, the carnage and the medical murder we have on the Isle of Man. 
and I couldn't believe it. It, it traumatised me for three years. I had my depressive period, very non-smiley. I'm not always smiling now, but again, coming through trauma, um, depression, anger, another thing I'm getting to acceptance. Um, having said that, I'm facing potentially up to a year in jail on a, a case uh, finally for sentencing on the 12th of March uh, this year. So this timing is very good for our call, which I knew was coming up. And yesterday I put in an appeal, 13-page appeal, plus three exhibits for this case. Um, so it's going to be very interesting where it goes. And what's wonderful is this is year 44 with the long-suffering Judy. People think she doesn't exist, but she very much does in my life. And she's been a brilliant stalwart um, going through some very great trauma, lots of tears, uh, lots of uh, difficulties. But what a woman. What a woman. So, Courtney... Um, because it is almost Valentine's Day, so I'm glad you got that bit in. Um, so let's have a quick word from our sponsors because they are who keep us on yeah. air. So please do go and buy your missus or your fella something from the shop. TNT Radio Live. Yeah. yeah. TNT's Pella Neuroth Taylor. We we need to look, do a lot of recon, deconstruction of these phrases and, and really think about what it means because what does far right mean? I, I'd say that far right means anything that you don't like. And um, it's just a label, a bit like the, the Chinese under Mao, their state press used to call uh, anyone who was an ideological opponent, capitalist pig dogs, whatever. And it was just meant to evoke a response. And it was a signal from the rulers to the rule that this is what you should think without actually having to think. It's 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 a, meant to evoke a sort of Pavlovian reaction that you're a, these are bad guys. And uh, a moderate, in, in, in our lingo, I mean, let's say it's foreign coverage, the BBC will say the moderate blah, blah, blah party in the third world, meaning, well, they're guys we approve of, and then the extremist is someone we don't approve of. Helen Neuroth-Taylor on today's News Talk TNT. Radio works because of its ability to personalize to the listener. What's exciting these days is that people are rediscovering it. You know, people are really rediscovering just how powerful radio is, how ubiquitous it is. It's in our cars, it's in our homes. There are so many new ways to access it. It's everywhere. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. The Net Zero Con will leave millions of citizens dependent on state handouts. It isn't a theory, it's an agenda. There is no climate emergency. On air 24-7, this is today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Hi, I'm Kate Shimarani, the natural nurse in a toxic world. I don't care if you think I don't look natural. It's about natural healing. Uh, if you've got any health stories and you want to tell me or you want to whistleblow to me, it's Kate Shimarani at tntradio.live. Thank you for all of your emails and your suggestions. Actually, everyone you've suggested, I already know. <laughs> I know them all. I don't want to keep going around all the same people, though. I want to bring you doctors and people that I've known for years, people that are going to improve your quality of life, because that's how we get through this. It's no point talking about what's constantly gone. We have to move forward. And what's actually happening all over, you're all being deceived with. It's all about the shot. It's all about the shot. They've been killing people for years and years called, a, they, they call it palliative care, the palliative care funding review. They're just adding to it now where it's nearly a million can be placed on end of life care and it's incentivized, it's cash for corpses. This is what's going on and no one's talking about it. 
They should be talking about it. It was well before COVID. It's almost a distraction to keep going on about COVID, COVID, COVID. And also we're having complete population replacement is going on in every single town, village and city with, uh, uh, and listen, my kids are mixed race. So don't be telling me I'm being racist by saying it. England, my England, somebody got arrested for having a Union Jack in the UK last week. Ridiculous. This is, this is, I'm an English rose. Stop. Uh, I wouldn't go to Iran looking like this. I'd be arrested straight away. So, you know, I, I, I can't even see England when I go some places. People come here because they want this life. So let's stand by it, folks. Now, back to my guest who is on the Isle of Man. And he was telling us he can't talk too much about it. He's got an appeal in because he could go to jail for a year. But just about what I was saying, they're bringing a sister dying. Uh, right up, although we know it's gone on for years, Courtney. Um, they're almost bringing it up to <laughs> the curtains are back and they're selling popcorn now. Yeah, uh, the, the, the elephant's in the room. Initially, it was a, a virus, then a variant, uh, then Bill Gates with his... Uh, uh, DARPA uh, bioweapon or inorganic weapon, I should call it. And now it's assisted dying. So we've got people who have that soul agenda. Um, there's no care in them. There's no kindness in their soul. And uh, people I know cannot, cannot understand this world, but we're in the minority. Most are asleep. Although last week we did have Tani Gray Thompson, the Paralympian on the Isle of Man, and she talked about care, not killing. So somebody who is very articulate, who is very... Uh, um, um, upsetting when you hear that she was told in the street, you know, why did your mother let you live at five years old? And just chill it to the bone if you've got any sort of soul. So I uh, put on Twitter yesterday, reached out to her. Uh, had they mentioned, had she uh, discussed the 18 people murdered at Abbotswood Nursing Home between the 13th and 30th of April 2020? That's our COVID elephant in the room. And I think that's the weak spot that I want to go for uh, uh, to raise awareness. And I know two of the families, one who had a mother murdered there, one who had a mother-in-law murdered there, and they will not speak out. Uh, and one of them I knew very, very well, subsidised in my work. I've unpaid seven, nearly eight years, uh, sold down everything. Um, so knowing people whose mother, uh, who claim to be religious, uh, spiritual, I'm more spiritual, uh, these people are, are unconscionable, will not speak out, and it's their journey, not mine, and all that stuff. Do, um, do you think they're afraid? Do you think they're afraid of I think there's a, there's a number of things. Um, I've, I've got two friends were murdered in the COVID uh, nonsense fakery. One was murdered on a ventilator, my friend Nigel, and another one, a great friend called Roy, uh, was murdered by the jabs with turbo cancer. Uh, and so... I think there's a huge amount of fear. Also, if you've built the narrative around saying I'm a Muslim or Jew or black or white or gay or straight, and then suddenly you go, actually, I'm not. Uh, that's only at the weekends. So we try and make light of it because it's so traumatic for people's ego to realise they have been clot-shotted. It's tragic. And I don't know how to say it gently, but my uh, apprenticeship was three or four years on HPV. I was paid by others to go and see the great Chris Exley in uh, Mexico, five days on the aluminium adjuvant toxicity, and what it does to sheep yeah. and what it does to people and what it does to families. And then you hear Bobby Kennedy, I had breakfast with him five years ago. You hear about five of his seven offspring have allergies and his uh, voice distortion is, he says, caused by a flu jab in the 90s. So you've got all these things going on. You've got this carnage that I looked at and I've spent 
no exaggeration, tens of thousands of hours looking at it. So I started on uh, uh, statins and antidepressants, statins, horrendous things. Um, terrible and, and, and terrible. You... Just to say, Courtney, for yeah. anyone who's listening is new, don't stop taking your prescription medication. We're not telling you to do that. Go and discuss it with your doctor. But if you take a statin, uh, 70% of the membrane of your brain cells is made from the fat that you eat. And that is why when you take statins, it destroys CoQ10, the liver, uh, the enzyme in the liver that protects the heart. But it also, it stops you getting fat to your brain. And this is why when you take statins, one of the side effects is dementia. And what is muscle weakness? And what is your heart? It is a muscle. And yeah. uh, they don't even tell you that your cholesterol, um, it, it's not the cholesterol, it's sugar binding to protein that furs up your arteries. Your low density lipoprotein is there repairing the holes in your blood vessels due to mold. Yeah, you know, it, it's the most disgusting drug ever. Sure. Um, um, uh, Sherry Sultan, the cardiologist in Galway, said it should be criminal to prescribe a statin. I think he's absolutely right. And all I look at is the beautiful nature of, of nature, Mother Nature. It's a, a symphony. I don't get fixated on any particular thing. I eat a fantastic range of food. And I've said many times, always marry a farmer's daughter who's got 200 cookbooks. And, and she calls me an obsessive. It's, it's, quite, it's quite mental. That's it. I, I need a farmer. I need a farmer calling all farmers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, so that's good. So, yeah. So the... Um, journey I had was looking at all these areas, realizing they're all corrupt and fixed. And then I thought, what I'll do is I'll keep myself well. Um, it's my little boast. It's a big thing. I like walking. I've walked 100 miles in a day, 2019, uh, as a centurion, they call us now. And then I've done the parish walk 11 consecutive times. And hopefully, I'll have my freedom to do it for the 12th consecutive. That makes me a very unusual 66-year-old, blessed with good energy. But it's the love of, of Judy, despite the the traumas we've been through that we are a, um, a unit uh, and I think as as together as we've ever been she's she's fabulous so uh, love and joy and feeding even when you're seeing carnage and because I'd spent 13 years looking at the inside job of 9-11 and I sent my document five years ago that I put in uh, together uh, to 14 Americans only one came back to me the trauma so much from them receiving my document and I sent it to Robert David Steele uh, a very combative man uh, who didn't like me calling out his black robes in the ITNJ. And I said what the significance of these things were, the necromancy, the fake laws and legals of the private bar society. And he got pretty irritated, but he did say that he trained allegedly 8,300 CIA operatives and my document had something in it he hadn't seen. Uh, so uh, I then saw uh, um, Matt Campbell, uh, down at Glastonbury on stage, and he had an emotional breakdown in 2016 about his brother Jeff. This was in memory of the 9-11 murders, uh, the triple towers, Building 7, uh, the squibs, the explosions, cutting through the steel, nanothermite, some say. I can't, I um, can't believe they still have that on the telly every it's year. It's up there, and even James and Stanley. People, yeah. people still believe it. They still yeah, believe. Yeah. It, it's, I, I worked for British Airways, and I worked for yeah. British Airways, and... Uh, an aircraft, uh, they'll disintegrate even when they hit water. Uh, yeah. We used to do this at our safety and emergency procedures. And yeah. uh, amazing that people will believe that that's what it was. And, uh, oh, a bit of a my earpiece fell out there. Uh, but, yeah, yeah int interesting. And also that fuel doesn't burn 
aviation fuel, folks, doesn't burn high enough to melt steel. A very simple, simple fact. It's only a thousand degrees. I don't know. I don't know why you're. Um, trust the science, Kate. It's only a thousand degrees less heat you can generate in fuel compared to steel to melt it. So you must <laughs> go back. To you must believe a cartoon and just watch The Simpsons. I don't watch this bloody nonsense. It's programming, uh, and uh, I promise that's my only swear word. Um, so this nonsense. Oh, no, don't worry. Of, we're getting Doctor Shiva on. He cusses after every word. Oh yeah, no, it's <laughs> interesting. Yeah, so um, yeah, know him. I remember him from the vaccine group about five years ago. Uh, although Sherry and I fell out because there's no viruses. So we're on an interesting journey. But, yeah, we have to unlearn. And I've seen this recently, that once you realise the horrors of how society actually runs and then you want to dump your mother in a nursing home, uh, it's kind of tricky. And But if you save three or four grand or five grand a month from not having in the nursing home, there's all sorts of things and egos at play. And um, I was lucky that I was very loved by my parents-in-law. Both are no longer here. Um, and uh, they taught me a lot. Uh, my father said, live as if, my father-in-law said, um, live as if you'll die tomorrow, plant as if you'll live forever. He was a farmer, very simple man, uh, and he used to keep a 410 shotgun. I, ha- I have that for yeah. shopping. I have yeah. that for shopping. <laughs> yeah, when I go, shotgun. don't buy it, I'll buy it. There's money coming, yeah. don't worry, have it. Yeah, yeah. No, so have it's, another it's <laughs> Yeah, his approach to life, but it was looking at the life they all lived uh, into their 90s. My mother, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, uh, my father died a bit younger, but even so, they had a good, full, healthy life. Didn't go to the doctor. I haven't been for 10 years, even though two years ago I punctured my lung when I fell off my motorbike. I have done 200,000 miles on a motorbike, but I did fall off clumsily two years ago, and I still don't but know Courtney, why. Courtney, can I, can I pick this up? Yeah. So yeah. you've just said that your uh, elders died in their 90s um look now we're told that uh, life expectancy is dropping and that's on the isle of man as well people are not getting to that they're not even going to collect their pension which takes me back again to that assisted dying and what's going on so tell us uh, just just no but go into as well this inquiry This inquiry that you've set up. Well, no, it's what want... I want to do. Yeah. We'll see where Go, yeah. Tell us all about that. Yeah. Um, it goes back, something I put in, and again, I've had problems on keeping share, but my, my book, The COVID Con Away, because I had 15,000 downloads. I don't really market stuff, but it's out there. And in that, I say it's a currency reset under cover of COVID. People have to understand where we are. All wars are banksters. Well, this is where it loops back to common law and the criminality of the birth certificate gifting the placenta, the name, the surname to the state to control. And just understand it. It's a, it's a deep dive. It'll be a few thousand hours of research, even if you're bright. And so that's where the assisted dying comes in. There's the Kalergi plan. There's silent reference, quiet wars like you. We've read them all. We've met them all. And we've come to our own hopeful place of peace eventually. And so the plan is a depopulation agenda. I think if you give everyone an acre, you can get everyone into Texas, pretty big country with now yeah, secure borders. Yeah, that's board. right, around the world. So that process of understanding we're not the problem is is the left and the green team and the liberal neo-commie fascists, whatever they are, that, that there's an alienation between one group of people and another, and we're going to be, it's going to be very hard to bridge that gap. They they really they will concrete their hand to the road, 
they will forget that wind turbines don't really work. They will forget the subsidy, the pollution, and they've demonised the wrong thing like carbon, just like cholesterol. It's the same mentality, same stupidity. It's the same reductionism. And that leads us to killing off our fellow man uh, in pursuit of the fellow man, but not me. Yuval Harari, I mean, what a disgusting man. And anyone from any... Or, or is he, is he a, a, a puppet? I saw I, that I, someone, I someone I, said I, I he was introducing... Up. He was introducing his husband. Russell Brand. Oh, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I, 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 I've lost uh, contact and faith and ability to watch these things. I can't get two minutes in. Occasionally a friend of mine has said something, and a uh, technical phrase again, I have to have, but it'll boil my piss, which I love. A friend of mine told me that. I thought, yeah, I like that. <laughs> and I can't even get two minutes into some one-hour things, and I'm watching somebody who's pretending there's viruses, and I'm out. And the assisted dying bill, this calm discussion, this cold, psychopathic, mangly medic, and I include that on the Isle of Man, it's just so evil to what all of us who love anyone, I love animals particularly, I'm very fond of animals, um, this, this assisted dying is just mass murder. It went on at Abbott's word, and hell will freeze over before I stop mentioning that. Um, and the people, though, what's interesting to judge the temperature, they've gone soy, they've gone weak, they no longer are so competitive on Twitter. And the one thing they won't do, and this is very important, anything anyone's doing is what I've discovered through the court process, sort of, being forced and coerced into it, not volunteering. Equity doesn't aid a volunteer. So in this process of trying to right these wrongs, you realise that the um, uh, coming down is all part of it to make you accepting and giving up at every stage, making potholes on roads, making life difficult, that they always want you to then submit and say, well, I've got this broken toe now. Can you please euthanise me or murder me? Absolutely. Well, we're listening, of course, to TNT Live. It's the only place you should be listening. And we've been talking about prostates. Courtney's also just mentioned about his his urine boiling at what he's hearing. And then we talk about the lovely woke people who cement themselves to the road, uh, believe that we should be carbon zero, even though we're carbon. That means none of us are here, you silly people. Um, we are the enemy. This is where, yeah, and life is the enemy. So look. We're just going to have a quick word from our sponsors. You're all going to dash into the shop and buy some Valentine's gifts. Otherwise, we won't be here. And uh, we'll see you in a tick. De-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective. Well, the latest in the Michael Mann versus Mark Stein trial is a little bit interesting. And I'm trying to figure out if this is right. Apparently, Dr. Mann's lawyers, there are four of them, and remember, Mark Stein is defending himself by himself. Apparently, they've asked for a nominal fee as far as damages go. And there is a rumor that what was asked for, now sit down, you ready for this? was $1. Now, Mark Stein has spent around $3.5 million, I've heard. I don't know, maybe it's more, maybe it's less. Defending himself from Michael Mann and Michael Mann's lawsuit over the fact that Mark Stein thinks that Michael Mann hid the data and he called him a fraud, right? Now, I could see, for instance, let's say uh, the number one climatologist in the world said that to you. That's one thing. But Mark Stein is a journalist. That's the first thing. Second thing is he had to raise the money to defend himself. And we've gone over this. But $1? Why would Michael Mann only want $1? You know why? He just wants the decision. He just wants to be able to say, see, he actually did defame me. 
I won the court case. Well, I don't think Stein wants any part of that because of the fact that he wants to drill it home that what Michael Mann did, take two samples out of 22 and then hide, he did. He hit the data from people who would criticize it and actually tear it apart. Mark Stein wants that to come out. One's pursuing the truth, the other seems to be hiding it. This is TNT Climate and Weather Watchdog, meteorologist Joe Bastardi, asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you got. Our beautiful world is changing, withering, dying. By the hands of those who don't value nature, even though we all depend on it for life itself. But there is hope. Together with caring friends, the Nature Conservancy can restore our lands and save our wildlife with big solutions only nature can provide. To learn more, visit nature.org today. A natural nurse in a toxic world. Kate Shimarani on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. I am Kate Shimarani for TNT Live. And I am the natural nurse in a toxic world. And you are in the natural nurse army. You're listening to what I've said. You fellas are dashing out to get your new boxer shorts, to get some zinc, some pumpkin seeds, to get some sal palmetto for your prostate because nobody wants a finger up the backseat. Anyway, today we're talking to a real bloke, Courtney Adam Lawrence from the Isle of Man, who he's not frightened of anybody. He's really not. And he's taken on absolutely everything. He's seen it all, uh, including that he's up in court, he's appealed, he could go to jail for a year. And they're having their own COVID inquiry over there. And this is why uh, Hans, our guest who is coming on today, has broken his rib. And I said, come on and tell us about this COVID inquiry you're having. Because our COVID inquiry that we're having here is it's, I don't, it's just taxpayers' money and it's a load of rubbish. But you can email me, Kate Shimarani at tntradio.live with anything, including your prostate problems or anything you want to ask Courtney or if you want to know where his books are. Courtney, tell us about your COVID inquiry that you're having. Okay, it's, it's it's all in the words. I didn't study words enough when I was at school. Everything is in the power of words and the necromancy used. It is. What, oh, what they think is a word is different to what you interpret it as. And even the even the words we use in the morning, <laughs> M-O-U-R, we say good day and other people want to say hello, hello. So even all of these, so in the subconscious mind, the words. So we want an inquest. So that's what I want to move towards. I've put a note in my appeal and I'll be putting that out on Substack soon. Uh, and that includes certain people we'd like to invite and what we'd like to do. And obviously you're one of them, Kate, uh, along with Jackie DeVoy. You've been the Queens of ND 191 and 163, this murderous so-called protocol. So we want an inquest. We want to look firstly, there's one thing uh, that's critical. And it doesn't matter whether you start with, there are no viruses, um, uh, biological assemblies or uh, toxic brews never found, never isolated and purified, never causative pathogenic agents that can be transmitted. There, there are no viruses, full stop. No, they're no, lie to sell you vaccines. It's a lie. It's a yeah. big, fat, dirty, filthy pharma lie. Yeah, so that's that's the basis. There are there are no viruses when we look, not, not assembled ones. And I'm still also a very questioning of the whole genomic nonsense, the assembly of that, uh, for something that's never been found 
the CDC had a mimic virus. Once you understand that, the Kristen Drosten PCR test fraud, it's been known for decades. Uh, it's known in the Azores court and the Portuguese court. So if they want to take us on, uh, on the record, we'll take them on. So that's one point. No virus. No virus says plural. No rabies. So my dog no longer gets any jabs. He's 14 now. And I put a puffer up his nose six years ago in my stupidity for some nonsense that doesn't exist. So um, he's family, our, our beautiful collie dog. So that's one thing, no viruses. But more importantly, the inquest in Abbotswood uh, will invite Zandra Lewis. Hopefully she'll come. She was the manager at Abbotswood Nursing Home. And the DHSC, the Department of Health and Social Care, the Feminazis came in. And that was what um, precipitated 18 murders. And the Abbotswood uh, inquest will show that not one passed with genuine COVID because there is no such thing. There's no virus, there's no disease. And if someone criminally uh, put in a coroner's report and claimed uh, an autopsy or a death from something that wasn't real, they go to jail. So we need to use their powers in their realm. And this is where my brilliant Irish friends disagree to a degree. We have different methods that we employ, different resiliences, perhaps. And so the uh, issue around the fraud of passing people off as COVID deaths is absolute nonsense. And we need an inquest, and I call on Hugo Keith, who's running the UK inquiry. Uh, I call on Stuart Gale, who's running the Scottish inquiry. Hugo, um, Stuart Gale used to live on the Isle of Man. He's uh, TF underscore, or at TF underscore Chambers, is his terra firma Chambers in Scotland. And he's opened slightly the Medazalem door. So I hope he's going to get there. He's had my book too. Uh, uh, Olive, um, Oliver Segal has had my book. He was involved in another case here, as has Richard Wright, as has the utterly fraudulent um, Kate Brunner. So sorry about your namesake. Great pity. Kate's a great name. But Kate Brunner, I'll say it now. 3,600 pages of utter nonsense, criminal fraud, Kate Brunner. So we need to have that discussion. You can't keep avoiding me. Uh, the Bristol Chambers, when I send my books, can't ignore that email. Uh, I don't mean I see you in terms of avoiding me, just in the public communication. So 3,600 pages that looked at what went on in the Isle of Man, this fake COVID review, one and a half million pounds of fraud. And you look at Richard Wright's 182 page million pound of fraud, looking at the Rosalind Ranson affair on the Isle of Man. This is a lady who would have locked us down forever, who peddled transmission. If there's one word that undoes the fraud that is uh, Rosalind Ransom and Richard Wright QC's report into the Isle of Man handling, because our government is corrupt, civil servants uh, are incompetent. And so they keep looking at the same navel gazing, but not going forward while ensuring an extra 30 million. Oh, Courtney, may I just ask? You're saying, you know, she would have locked us down forever. And then, of course, we heard Jeremy Hunt, Jeremy Hunt wanted to remove people's children from them. And he wanted to move people that tested positive for nothing with a phony PCR test into concentration camps, internment camps, but remove yeah. their children from him, from them. These people are still at large. And he was the one, Jeremy Hunt, who was pivotal in writing. Oh. Um, yeah. The, the 2016 exercise sickness document, a preparedness document, yep. which yep. was never yep. ever to go into the public domain. But it was mentioned in the House of Frauds. So as soon as they did that, they had to then put it into the library. And somebody I know who's uber duber uh, uh, fast and smart downloaded it quickly before they redacted it. 
And yeah. that preparedness document talks, I believe it's on page nine, about sacrificing the elderly and the disabled to protect yeah. the NHS that I affectionately renamed the National Homicide Service. Um, the, this is preposterous. These people are still walking free. It, it's because the um, mass of the majority can't cope with the trauma. We have to go through trauma and most disease comes from the gut and trauma and things that are energetically uh, out of balance with us, out of accordance. And you mentioned the House of Lords. I'll call it that way. Uh, Edward Garnier, I was in touch with uh, Lord Garnier uh, as a QC. Uh, uh, they're now called King's Councils. And so that process, he was supposed to look at the legal structure on the Isle of Man, but did nothing. I told him about this genocide that's gone on and they ignore it. And they hope that we're not resilient and we'll give up. These are long games. We play the mouth and not the sprint. And so when you have people who watch Strictly Come X Facts on Ice in the jungle or whatever, and they see Matt Hancock or they see Nigel Farage, these theatre puppets, these dreadful, dreadful, dreadful men who purport to be something different and to do the caring thing and pretend to cry. We've really got a mass dream spell on the people, the programming, everything. If you watch old versions of Heartbeat, I like the old cars, and you'll see there, you know, take your jab, polio and smallpox, and people have no clue about the toxins into their body and what was done and what the smallpox jab did and the fraud of Louis Pasteur, these scumbags and Jenna and all the rest. You have to look at the history. Well, Courtney, um, I remember being at school and yes. them putting putting the the stuff onto a sugar cube. I remember yeah, being at got school the mark on their arm. And, yeah. yeah, and the TB. Yeah. I remember being at school and standing in a long line of kids yeah. as the nurses yeah. at the front dipped mm. these combs into a toxic jug of liquid and checked yeah. our hair for head lice. And if yeah. you were the oh. poor bugger in the queue that had a couple of crawlies, you were dragged yeah. out the line. So the entire queue, you, all your classmates, knew that you'd got nits, the nit nurse, the yeah. nit nurse. We were all terrified. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. nobody questioned it. Everybody allowed uh, the nit nurse to, to check their kids. It is pretty horrific, I have to say. It is. And we need uh, distractions uh, because people move either um, towards pleasure or away from pain. And the fear in people is staggering. Even one lady here who we were a mutual friends with another friend who was murdered on a ventilator and it took her two years to admit he was on a ventilator i didn't ask if he was remdesivir but she had said to his lady uh, jan she said um no nigel died with his lungs full of covid well the absolute nonsense of that and so it took her two years a husband's jab so this this coming to acknowledgement and acceptance that what they've done with her egotistical husband is is madness and so by, by framing this through a friend, she could sort of admit we've made an error. And this is the thing I hope that with an inquest, a proper public inquest, and we the people will run it, and the transparency, which they... Uh, and they is it open to the public? Can any of the this public I, come this, along? This is, this, is what I, this is what I want. So um, this is a, a Justice for Jad T-shirt. I've got to update the website. Um, but that whole process of exposing and putting on the record is what they fear. They want stuff hidden so that you can't quite see all the rulings. But an inquest says if there is no virus, the whole of society 
party gets upturned. The, the, the claims will be in the trillions, not the billions. And the people who enacted this will be running like rats on a sinking ship or long tails, as we say on the other man, sorry, I swore. Uh, so long tails on a sinking ship uh, and then blaming someone else. But we have doctors in Parliament who pushed this pedalist. We have somebody that I'm uh, uh, accused by. Uh, this individual pushed the phrase jabs in arms and the PCR test and others, and then others push the virus, the transmission, the lockdown. And so once you understand this is the thing that brings down pharma, because if there's no viruses, and I have to say, I'll mention uh, Bobby Kennedy. Uh, we had breakfast five years ago in Chicago at Autism One and uh, met Andrew Wakefield as well, of course, like to listen to the reality rather than the propaganda. And so with Bobby, he sent me a text on the 31st of January 2023, just over a year ago. And basically, he said he couldn't go near no virus. So I've put that up on my uh, uh, Keep and Share. It'll soon be on my Substack. And so it's basically a text message from Robert F. Kennedy Jr., uh, the son of Bobby Kennedy's senior, former attorney general, nephew of JFK, sent me a text. Can't go there. So he knows his family history very well and the traumas that that led to to him. And so not going near no virus means that uh, we call out people who claim there's viruses. It's the biggest single thing in medicine. It's scariants and variants and lockdown and transmission on the Isle of Man, but it doesn't exist. And it's like... Well, well, my favourite was act like you've got it. Have you ever had diarrhoea without having a Act like I'm a woman. Have you ever had a headache? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had a headache without a headache? I've got a headache, but I'm asymptomatic. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah I, I've got sickness and diarrhea, but I'm asymptomatic. But the test says I've no. got it, and the fact that I'm dead, doctors, but I'm asymptomatic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm dead, but I don't know it. I'm asymptomatic. Yeah. But the fact that these doctors and nurses, who are supposed to be healthcare professionals, mm. went along with it, that in itself should make you more than ever want to take care of your own health and not ever trust. Uh, them and and just remember the government are not your mummy and daddy they do not love you at all they don't give a rat's behind in fact i'd go as far as to say they hate you that's that's the shock that people can't can't cope with so courtney where can people find you where can people access and get to your event okay right what what i want to do i've got to i wanted to put it in the public to start that uh idea meme that people say we need an inquest because if there's no virus all the people around the world meeting the same people as you and i know we know without being arrogant we've, we've spent a lot of time doing our homework and we want public debate and that terrifies them that we see the contract that howard quayle david ashford and the rest signed and then there's now Alf Cannon, our chief minister so i say these names to put them on the record so these frauds these complicit natures these uh, mangly medics in, in that mm. same trough um I call them out on Twitter. I'm at Courtney Manx. Courtney's unusual French spelling, but it's C-O-U-R-T-E-N-A-Y Manx, M-A-N-X. And, I, and I'll share it. I'll share where it is as well. Yeah, that's on Twitter. On Twitter. And then my email is, is Courtney at Manx.net. That's my email. Um, my mobile phone number, I don't care. If you put it out, it's 07624 <laughs> So that's it. So we're not 07624-424-455. So that's it. So we're not scared. Every day people can see me. I've even had some saying they hope there's a lorry, has a slurry accident in Ramsey Square 
uh, so to run me down. But I'm there every morning, uh, Monday to Friday. I have the weekend off a bit with my beloved wife and my beloved dog. So Monday to Friday, 8 till 9am. We're at Parliament Square, amazingly, uh, in Ramsey. It's well known on the TT course. Some of the best riders in the world come uh, through Ramsey. And so they can find me in Ramsey five days a week, 8 till 9am, in a justice for charity. Fantastic. Fantastic. You've been listening to me, Kate Shamarani, the most gorgeous woman on TNT. And Courtney, Adam Lawrence. Uh, we love everybody else. Of course we do. But, uh, you know, I'm creating the Lord's image and I'm looking for a farmer today. I will see you in the next slot when we're speaking to NHS Dr. GP, Dr. Bob Gill. And he was the one who narrated the great NHS heist. Courtney, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Kate. Good to see you. All the best. Bye-bye, Valerie.